The views, comments, and opinions of the following program do not necessarily reflect those of Morris Media Studios, MorrisMediaLive.com, or its affiliates. Listener discretion is advised. Crystals like Folgers, picking up momentum, rolling like boulders. They call me ice, but I'm really much colder. My rhymes is heavy like the weight on my shoulders. I'm spitting that red hot smoldering lava. I fight to the end like the Navajo. Crack a bottle though, make it the goose with cranberry and triple sec. Triple my check, I feel the ripple effect of a fool on the loose. I hit you from every angle, from obtuse to right. Street shit like JJ of Dynamite. Slide me some dough, I'll show you an execution in the flesh And promise not to leave nothing left If you vomit, I keep stabbing, shooting, damaging, looting Till it ain't no disputing who the greatest is What's up, party people? Party people Yeah Time to get funny Yeah Let's all get funny Yeah Yeah just hit me. Boom. Boom. Shout out, Scorpio. Pack jam. <laughs> What's up, party people? Thanks for joining Mike Robinson Boulevard. It's cracking. Live on September 15th. Ooh, wee. Right next to me, I got my main man, Mr. Mel Rose Uncut. The what? The- only good barber in L.A. <laughs> I switch it up, my nigga. Yeah. Switch it up on That's my you. New shit. Also, we got Portis in the building. Woo, woo. Oh, she raised the roof. We remember raising the roof. That's when the party is really cracking when the nigga raised the roof. Hey, man, that's the only hey. time you raise it, right? That's the only time you raise it. How you doing, man? Rose, cheers, doing, man. Hey. What you got there, man? Some type of uh, uh, Hennessy exclusive? This is a Jamerson exclusive. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm J- Jamerson. Buttery Jamerson? Buttery Jamerson. Because <laughs> it don't look like the regular color. It's not. It's 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 some exotic blend. You know, I got the barbershop hookup, so a lot of times niggas come through with bottles nobody's ever seen before. Like, oh. where, did, where did you steal this from? Oh, <laughs> oh Okay. <laughs> yeah, I was at Jamerson House. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Damn, now what's up with the prices, man? You be getting them good prices? I get excellent prices. Really? Yeah. I think I get the best prices on the market. Damn, is that right? Yeah. Man. Below what's... half price. And if you can get something below half price, you're winning. You're winning. Is you're it ever winning. to order or you just got to Um, you get can what make orders, but it's like sometimes the order doesn't get filled to the T. Sometimes it's what I can get. I can uh, try to get that, but I'm not uh, sure I'm going to be able to get that. Oh, man, well keep me in mind for some Patron. Oh yeah, some that's Ciroc. a go. Oh, that's a go. Grey Goose. Oh. Uh, Uncle Nearest. No, that might be a problem. See, that's like the Uncle they Nearest. Need, like, oh, we can get near to that. <laughs> yeah. We can get near to it. <laughs> we can get nearer. We can get nearer to it, but I'm not sure it's going to be Uncle Nearest. We ain't got the Uncle Nearest, yeah. but we do have this E&J. Yeah, would you like that? We've got a fine year of E&J mm-hmm. right here for you. <laughs> Tastes the same is what they say. Well, just know that you got a guy that loves those half out half off prices. Oh, definitely. And you actually mentioned some of the the most easiest yeah, I mean, fulfillments I'm easy on the list. Please, like right? <laughs> a, a Patron and a Ciroc yeah. and a Grey Goose. Yeah. You're looking at $30 for 10 bottles. <laughs> oh, man. Sign me up, man. You might have to start moving moonshine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> What's up with Enjoy you? How you doing, man. good brother? Hey, everything is great, man. Yeah. We're having a beautiful September day, man. You look it, man. You looking Yeah, you looking slim and trim. Really? Yeah. You, man, I just been doing some P90X, man. Uh for like two days. Okay. It shows. It shows. <laughs> you, you, you sweating and shitting, obviously. Yeah, man, or something. Sweating and shit. I'm on shitting. day two today, man. Started yesterday. Congratulations. I mean I've done it before. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's, I always fall off. So I've restarted again. Okay. Yesterday official program, pre ninety X two. Okay. Man, it's showing, bro. And I made it two days in a row. Congratulations. Thanks, man. Yeah, That's real yeah, special, yeah. man. You yeah. make me feel good, man. Hey. Maybe it's the beer. 
maybe. That's part of my job too. Like I pump motherfuckers up in yeah, the right direction. Yeah, you're kind of good at that. <laughs> yeah. See, look, and I wasn't I'm, gonna I'm fall a for rupper. Yeah, I wasn't gonna fall all the way into the deep end. <laughs> no, you for fell that, in, man. Man. You jumped I fell in, in the a ocean. Bit, but I, but I did say some shit like, "Oh yeah, you think so?" Yeah, I did. I, I wasn't I like, of and course. I can't, I can't write back for the rebuttal. <laughs> I do. Yeah, <laughs> I see it on you. Actually, it's shining. Yes, you have a glow today, Mike. All right, man. So Inglewood. Shout out go. to Elliot Brothers. You got their joint, huh? That's oh man. Fly. Shout out to the Elliot Brothers, yeah. man. Lace me up, man. I I'm can so dig it. I can dig it, man. It's tight, huh? All right, Melrose. Talk to me. We got some um trending items to talk about today. Uh then we're gonna get into our question of the day, which is um uh, is social media influencing your life? Mm. That's our question for the day, party people. Then we got a caller calling in a f- uh, new filmmaker who has a movie on Netflix. Okay. Uh, pretty interesting flick. So we're going to talk to him as well. Sounds great. All right. Uh, then we're going to talk about one last thing at the end, which is, um, you know, having the right people around you, Melrose. People that really um, add something to who you are. Yeah. As, as opposed to take, taking away. There are a lot of blood, blood suckers of energy <laughs> floating around out here. Man, isn't, isn't yeah. that right? We're going to talk about it. All right. First things first, man. Melrose, do you follow these versus battles? I do. And not not all the way, but I do. You tap in. That is definitely a conversation in the barbershop that you have to touch on. Oh, okay. So, the verses. So, yes. so this weekend, you know that... Patty LaBelle went head up against Gladys Knight. It was Gladys Knight. I thought it was Anita Baker. No. Okay, Gladys Knight. Gladys Knight. Okay. No Anita Faker. Gladys Knight. The fuck? Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was great, man. It was beautiful, man. See those sisters, man? They was like, it wasn't adversarial at all. You know, they grew up together. They've been in the game. One, a hundred years, A hundred years together. Yeah, Gladys Knight started. They both knew each other before the game, okay. which I never knew that. Okay. But Gladys Knight kind of got a break about a year or so first. Mm-hmm. But they've been at this all this time, man, since Gladys Knight and the Pips. That's dope. Isn't that dope? That is really dope. Um, now, I will say that since it's called versus, it's one against the other. You're supposed to say, like, who won? You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. Niggas and, really supposed to take score. Yeah, you're supposed to take score. Yeah. I took score, Meryl Rules. Who won? <clears throat> I had to easily, easily give it to Gladys Knight. I could believe that. Easily. Though Patty is a beast. On stage. Oh, my. On stage, she is a beast. murderous. I I, I think Gladys wouldn't stand a chance on stage. But song for song, I'm fucking with um, Gladys. Song for song, hit for hit, I'm fucking with Gladys. But on stage... Without the pips, Gladys wasn't <laughs> much to, to watch. Oh, Gladys without the pips <laughs> oh, versus... She, she wasn't uh, much to watch. I keep it 100. Patty Solo? Yeah. Oh, man. Well, I will say this, man. Gladys Knight got busy, man. Her music sounds so good. Mm. See, Gladys Knight had so many hits during the era where music was really good music. Mm-hmm. A lot of Patty's hits, she had that too, but she also had some 90s joints yeah. and some 2000 joints. On my own. <laughs> right. So when you put that up against them 70s hits, yeah, you man, can't you can't even. You can't uh, fuck with that whole nostalgia nasty. of the 70s. Man. You couldn't fuck with I, I believe that to be an easy win for uh, Gladys. And look, I have met Gladys Knight before, mm. and she was so fine in person. This has been. This was about like two thousand five. Mm-hmm. So I mean, she probably was like sixty or some shit. I don't mm. know how old she is now. Mm. 62, 63. Hell she no. was beautiful. You wait. Bro. She says she's sixty two now. No, when I saw her oh, in two thousand five okay. or okay. whatever yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She man, it I was think another Gladys level. Gotta be at least nigga ninety. I think they like eighty or something. Seventy. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, that anyway, about man. Right. All right, so so Gladys Knight took that, man, Melrose. Got it. Next item. Number one on the trending um, charts around the world right now is none other than Cardi B. 
I could believe it. You could believe it, right? That hit song she got cracking. <laughs> what that wop? <laughs> <laughs> that 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 thing with that dingly dingly thing in the back of your throat? That that song you're talking about? That one. Well, she's not trending for the song, Melrose. She is finally getting divorced from Offset. She filed for divorce. TMZ put the story out today. Break up. Smart. So my question for you, Melrose, is can two people who are famous already get married and it work out? No. No. Not unless... You were together before fame. Because mm. a lot of times you get together on some trendy shit. Like we're two trendy motherfuckers doing some trendy mm -hmm, shit. Mm -hmm. We're going to have a trendy relationship and it's going to boost our careers. And a lot of people in, the, in that atmosphere get married for the hype of the two people getting together. It's not about love and all of this shit. It's about like that's um offset. I'm Cardi B and I know of you, you know of me. Right. And we start fucking around and then, you know, we do this shotgun type marriage. Yeah. But it's not about having been courted and falling in love and being able to establish some type of family um, moral compass, and this is what we're doing. It's all about the fucking fan. At the end of the, I even think they probably had a conversation one day. Was like, look, bitch, yeah, we a this, power couple. Yeah, this, we it. a Let's power just... couple. And once you get to where you're going, and I get to where I'm going, we're gonna go this way. Mm -hmm. And they, they might have had a baby, and like you know, God bless the baby. But at the end of the day, it's not about. Family, it's about fame. How can we become more famous together? I'm going to boost your shit. You're going to boost my shit. And then once we get to the ceiling. And look, plus, man, especially in this case, because Cardi B was a new yeah. sensation mm -hmm. when they got married. Mm -hmm. And Offset, you could say, wasn't brand new. But he was new. But the Migos, Migos was hot. It was hot. They was hot. Right, yeah, yeah, and which made it a likely combination yeah. based on what you just said right there. Yeah, we're gonna get hotter if I put you in together. the mix. We hotter. I'm hotter. hotter. I'm hotter. Now look, could you be married with to someone who puts out a song called "Wet Ass P"? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I would have to. I would hate to be married to the motherfucker <laughs> with dap. <laughs> <laughs> I would rather the wop than the dap. Than the dop. The dry ass <laughs> pee. I couldn't fuck That's not marryable. <laughs> oh, Lord. Not even marryable, That's Melrose. not marryable. Oh, God. That's not marryable. Some wop can get you a ring. Some, some <laughs> dop. <laughs> dop? What does dop get hey, you, man? Dop will get your ass abandoned on the side of the road. <laughs> Get out of my fucking car right here. <laughs> Wait, did you say dop? Dop, yeah. You have to get out. <laughs> this is where the fucking ride stops. <laughs> the ride stops here. Oh, man. Get you that. can't even do a video yeah, for that. You can't. Where do you, where do you shoot the video, Melrose? Uh, the desert. <laughs> <laughs> Las Vegas, Nevada. That is shot in Las Vegas, Nevada, Death off Valley. the strip. <laughs> right, off the strip. At the edge of town. Yeah. yeah. Some town in Vegas. The edge of town. <laughs> so, where they had a little raceway yeah, at and shit. Yeah. Damn, man. Wop Niagara Falls. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. So you got some, places you yeah, can go. Yeah, some tropical yeah. shit. <laughs> we can see a million places, but yeah. like the dop is Arizona for sure. That's an <laughs> yeah. Arizona setting. <laughs> Fucking tumbleweeds. Scottsdale, even. Scottsdale. <laughs> that's a Scottsdale. Tumbleweeds. Oh, that's rude, Melrose. <laughs> All right, man. Next item. This is beautiful, man. Uh, um, well, it's, it's greatly beautiful. Not all the way beautiful, but it's beautiful. Breonna Taylor. Mm. You know who that is, right? I do. 
They, um, the mayor of Louisville has reached a settlement for the Taylor family. Wow. Let me tell you what she gets, what they get. $12 million goes to the family okay. for her murder. Okay. Also, though, he went another step further and the commanding officers, uh, or, or excuse me, he says from now on, commanding officers must have approved search warrants. Approved search warrants to enter. No more busting up in without the search warrant. Mm. That's big. Also, um, there's incentives for officers to live in the city that they police. Mm. And there's incentives for officer, officers to improve relationships with the community. Okay? He's taking mm -hmm. it far, man. Mm -hmm. Next one. He says social workers will help with the mental health calls more so than cops going out to address a mental health call. To also uh, uh, alleviate some of the drama. Mm -hmm. So my question for you is, is this enough? There's been no charges brought against the cops who killed her. And they didn't really say they were wrong. This is the best way of saying you're wrong without saying you're wrong. And we're going to make some changes and we're going to hand over some cash. What do you think? What do you feel like, Melrose, if you're the family? I, I don't think it's enough. But um, we have to at least be able to be... Uh, I don't think it's enough, but I mean, you know, the monetary compensation is um, appreciated. Appreciated, you yeah. know what I'm saying? But that doesn't bring justice to the um, murderers of Breonna Taylor. Right. So we we can we can look at it like you know that it's a step in the monetary direction. It's not a step in the right direction because I believe that a lot of times we like to dangle money in front of niggas to be able to say, this is all y'all really want. Right. I don't really want justice. Y'all really want some fucking money. Let's just yeah. get the money on the table. Yeah. Now y'all shut the fuck up. Yeah. Let us go back here. to doing what here we Here it do. is. Are we there yet? <laughs> Y'all good? Twelve million? Twelve million? They go twelve. You wouldn't. None of y'all motherfuckers was gonna see twelve million right. in twelve lifetimes. So here we are. But no, that's not enough. We need to bring justice. The only way we can really say it's enough is if the people involved are brought up on charges of murdering an innocent black woman while she was in her bed. Mm. Don't get no worse. It than don't that. get worse than that. she was in her bed. And look, they said that uh, her boyfriend wasn't even there. Was the dude who was there? He was there. The dude who he shot at the police because he thought somebody was bum rushing the house, breaking in. Yeah, so yeah. he he blasted right. Well, they said homeboy said that they approached him with some monetary amount to say that Brianna was a part of some um, illegal shit or something. Try to just salt her name. Let's clear oh, the story. Yeah, yeah, Let's, yeah. Get, this Let's get this shit right. Let's get know, this clarification. It sounds like some barbershop shit. Okay, it wasn't the boyfriend who shot the cops that they offered money to. It was her ex-boyfriend who was already in jail, who was the drug dealer. Oh. So they were like, if you indicate or say that Brianna was um, part of, you know, your drug situation, huh. will lighten your sentence or whatever. Oh. So it wasn't the guy who shot the police because they already let him uh, go already, I think. Oh, okay. That's a very key distinction right there, Poetis. Yeah. Glad to have you there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> that changes the whole scenario <laughs> yeah. because it also paints the picture of the cover-up. And the corruption. And the corruption that these motherfuckers are um, intertwined in. In the whole situation, like it, it was all the way wrong. And instead of trying to make it right, we try to get at motherfuckers to um, diminish her name. Like we're going to put smut on her name, like we always do. 
every time. Like we normally do. That's just seems like one of the regular tactics. Like, who's her ex-boyfriend? Oh, he, we got him locked up? Well, shit, let's go approach Talk him. Talk to him. Hey, so we got a... Uh, here's the thing. Wait, like, I know you hate that We woman. could do a... Uh, here's the thing. <laughs> we could do a... Uh, so we've been uh, looking at your request. You're saying you're short on top ramen. <laughs> Toilet paper. <laughs> we could <laughs> look and 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 you have the license. Yeah. See. You've got we, the you've we, got the L. We could definitely. <laughs> here's what I can do. Okay, I'm not gonna tell you how, but if you look under your bunk, <laughs> Ty Robbins already there. And Shanks for everyone. <laughs> these are uh, these are unmarked toothbrush. <laughs> yeah. Do as you will. <laughs> None of your pillow. There's four nobody's, razor blades. Yeah, like, nobody's watching. There are unmarked <laughs> razor blades under your bed. All you have to do is sign here. Those are, those are yours. Look, do you want to make your stay uh, a pleasant stay? Pleasant, yeah. We've got what you need. And you put in a request for a uh, new... Uh, uh, flip flops, right? Oh yeah. <laughs> ah. oh. Look under your bed. Yes, yes. And then <laughs> the, you know that job. Those are champion. Uh... Oh, you got the champions. Oh, <laughs> yeah. you don't even have the toe huggers. And you have the champion slides. <laughs> oh. <laughs> two pair. Oh, two pair. Your size too. Look, man. I let... like this big. Okay, shit look, that that's wear. not enough. No. Well, then I'm gonna promise you the kitchen job, man. But that's it. That's it. If. If you put smut on her name, salt on her name, and he yes. didn't do it, succotash, he didn't do it. Good, shout out to that brother. Shout out to that brother, man. Yeah. Didn't fall for the banana and tail tailpipe, pipe. motherfucker. All right, next item, man. The What's California that? fires, Melrose, have mm. been going crazy. The what they call sh- 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 what they call that shit in the air, smut, some shit. Wow, slut, smut. You can't see the, you can't even see the skies, man. That's daytime right there. Look at really? that shit. Wow. They say you can see those uh, ashes and everything all the way to the east coast, man. Damn. In the air. I saw a picture of someone flying in today, and it was like an incredible sight, man. It was like this mushroom thing. It it was it was crazy. Mushroom? You, you had some mushrooms? No, I didn't have the mushroom. But there was a mushroom cloud of smoke when they was flying over coming in to the to the state. But they had this, it was a huge, when they were flying over the whole shit, it was just, just like this toxic motherfucking mushroom cloud Damn. that was beautiful. Damn, really? Yeah. Could it have been an unidentified flying <laughs> phenomenon? <laughs> I don't think so because it stays still. <laughs> it didn't like. Oh, it wasn't yeah, darting. It didn't, it didn't dart. <laughs> it have nigga uh, outrageous lights attached oh, to it. So it was nigga. It was, un, it was identified smoke. Okay, damn. Yeah. All jokes aside, you know what you've never heard about firemen. First of all, shouts out to firemen yeah. because they have a serious. Um, high risk uh, employment opportunity on their hands. I can dig it. Well, you got to walk into the fire. You heard that term before? Walking into the fire? Yeah. They do it literally. Yeah. Yeah, We're yeah, talking yeah. about them yeah. when you talk about walking into the fire. Yeah. You know what you never heard about firemen? You heard that term, fuck the police? You never heard fuck the firemen. You never heard yeah. fuck the firemen. I can dig that. I never. never heard fuck the fireman. Not one time have you ever I always ever heard, heard call the fire department. Yeah. <laughs> call the police was like a, a nigga uh, a discussion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True. Like, should we? Like, what, okay, now what's going to happen when yeah, they Yeah, like, you know when they get here, nigga, they're going to want to come in. You got to hide that, yeah, and like, that, nigga, and that. Let's get the motherfucking scene set before we call the police, nigga. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, like yeah. nigga, Who if got you warrants, get, right. matter, you should leave. Yeah, we're about nigga. to call the police. Nigga, you're not gonna ask for ID. And we're gonna all go outside and yeah, sit yeah, outside yeah. the house. Niggas you know? never have that discussion when it's called a fire department. No, man, it's like call the fire department. Yeah, yeah. I had a motherfucker back into my car. This nigga, I, I was sitting at the light in Inglewood, and motherfuckers in the in front of me. All of a sudden, it just starts backing up. For no reason. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? He bumped my car. Boom. So I put my shit in park and immediately I jump out. I rush the window. This motherfucker's having a seizure. 
What? He's having a seizure. In the car? In the car. So what I'm point is, I back my shit up. When I back my shit up, his shit start rolling more. He crashed into another car. But the first thing that I did was call the fire department. Really? <laughs> this nigga needs some help. <laughs> he needs a specific kind hey, of he help. He needs some help. Not to pull out and call the police. <laughs> yeah. Cause then he getting and when the club. police came, that's when I left. I'm like, all right, nigga, I all did yeah. my job, nigga. Yo, homie, it's your uh, yeah, I'm you. not finna talk to these motherfuckers or nothing. <laughs> you yeah. didn't even say he hit your car, huh? I I park I moved. I first thing I did was look at my shit. Like, okay, shit's cool, Min- minimal damage. It was no damage. Like, okay, okay. cool. Then when the police came, I'm out damn. Of yeah. Now, how does one? Melrose, how does one call the fire department but not the 911. police? 911. They're going to direct you. Oh, so they yeah. oh, they gave what's, you choices. What's, what's your emergency? Oh. You know what I'm saying? There's like, a guy over here. He's on fire. Will, yeah, Combustible. No, this nigga needs some help in the car. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? This nigga look like he's having a seizure. And I know that's going to alert the uh, fire department par- paramedics. paramedics. Yeah. Uh, now, if I would have said this nigga hit my car and it's a problem. Oh, if you would have put that one little detail yeah, in yeah. there. If I would have left that detail out, I think he's having a seizure. The nigga was having, he was really having a seizure. We banging on the window and shit. I'm like, I, this nigga, doors is locked and everything. Damn. Yeah. Okay, Melrose, next item, man. Talk so, I, I watched this movie this weekend on Netflix called The Social Dilemma. Have okay. you heard of this? I have not. Um, I think I got that poster picture. Um, this movie is about how social media it, mm. uh, affects our lives. And it's a documentary. Look at that, man. That's an interesting um, visual yeah. where there's a rat trap there and the dude is on the trap like as the food. Yeah. A serious business. It is. <clears throat> now, this is a documentary that interviews top people. From Google, from Facebook, from Instagram, from Twitter, um, all these Silicon Valley people, man, that are saying, like, man, this shit is going out of control. It's gone too far. Social media. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, what they started out to do isn't what we got right now. And a lot of them are feeling bad about it, having second thoughts, peeling back, quitting, doing all these things because it's gotten out of control. Lies. And what they said was interesting, Melrose. They said Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, none of these things are free. Okay. They're not free. Somebody's paying for it, but just you're not paying for it. And they say when an app is free, you are the product, not the app. I believe it. I believe that. Definitely. So they're working hard to keep you engaged so that their advertisers could advertise to you. And so they have all these tactics that they use, man. And they're literally digging into who you are, what you like, what type of shit you say, what type of pictures you liked, what type of videos you watched, how long did you watch them, what city you're in, what kind of car you have, I believe how fast it. you drive. I Everything I'm, is connected. I'm looking at my timeline like, where the fuck did all these stripper bitches come from? <laughs> I may have liked one too many strippers. Yes. Now my shit is filled with Titties. naked motherfuckers. <laughs> like, nigga, I don't see any of the people that I know anymore. Yeah. And it's these foreign motherfuckers. Hey, I have that too. It's just ass and titties all throughout my shit. And I, I know I've double tapped some shit. I'm a I'm I'm a, I'm a free double tapper. I'm not the type of nigga that's gonna analyze. I'm like did it did it like yeah. I did it did it. I'm yeah. a you know what I'm saying. Yeah. But I do I'm a liker. I do I, I, I do double tap ass. <laughs> I do double tap some ass just on the strength. Really? You know? Yeah. I just ah, ah, ah. But I see recently, like I I had to inventory myself. When I was going through my time, I'm yeah, like, inventory Damn. yourself. Yeah, I'm like, nigga, how did I end up here? I used to see Mike. I used to see oh, yeah. I don't see none of none my folks of anymore. That is true, man. I'm nigga. It's motherfuckers <clears throat> from Texas and Florida. And like, who the fuck is these yeah, motherfuckers? Who are like, they? why are they? Why are they the only ones popping up on my timeline? And look, you know what they call that? They got a word for that. 
They call that being in the rabbit hole. Mm. They said that basically what they try to do <gasps> is entice you to get into the rabbit hole. My dog got off the chain. Dang, man. She's a smart man. Your dog is off the chain, she's, Melrose. She's literally. Smart. Melrose got a little puppy in here, man, with a hard ass tail. Ouch. Man. Journey, journey. No, come in. Come this nigga right Let me here. Get right here. <laughs> Look, Paul is to close the door. <laughs> Give me one sec. <laughs> Damn. But look, though, this shit is serious, y'all. They say that when you go down the rabbit hole, you're only going down the rabbit hole because they taking you down the rabbit hole. We got a caller? Okay, one second. We're going we, to... You go down the rabbit hole because they're taking you down the rabbit hole, people. And they know you so well, Melrose. They know you so well that they know what to throw at you just... To get you into the rabbit hole. Mm. Mm. Well, I think they know me uh, <laughs> all too well. They're throwing one cheek, <laughs> two cheeks. Uh, ah. You got to look at it, man. This is something that could change your life, your kid's life, and give you some control back, man. For real. So you <clears> think <throat> that um, because of social media, you're no longer in control of your life? Is well, that what we're saying? Or is is it is it really that deep for individuals where this is really controlling my life or controlling my scroll? Well, hey, some people don't know the difference between their life and their, and their scroll. scroll. Mm. You're a person who has a life, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. And you do shit and you're busy and every now and then you tap in, right? Yeah. Some people can't tap out. Mm. And okay. And by design, by all the shit you ever posted, ever saw, ever liked, ever watched, it all keeps building, building, building into this thing for them to figure out what to use to keep you there. And so the ill shit about it is they give you interests, things you're interested in that you never knew you were interested mm, in. Based on your algorithms. Like, yeah. Exactly. I think this nigga really do like barbecue. <laughs> right. And they'll slap a big-ass piece of meat mm. up there. Man, nigga this this nigga you. did double tap some barbecue sauce a week ago. What was that about? <laughs> <laughs> Let's find out. <laughs> Melrose, we got a caller, man. Okay. All right, party people. We got a caller calling in today, as party I said. Party people. Party people. As I said before, um, we have somebody calling in who is an artist, and I recently put out a, f a flick on um, on Netflix, and we're going to talk about it. I got uh, on the phone right now my man Guy Rute. Yo, Guy. How you doing? What's you up, doing? bro? Did I say wow. your name right? Wow. Yeah, you said it perfectly. I appreciate that. Oh, man. See, I know you done heard everything, huh, with your name. Route, yeah. Rowdy, Out. Rowdy, Roddy Piper, <laughs> all type of shit. <laughs> all of that. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, look, man, I I, I actually um was pretty intrigued by your project and also some of the things I read. So, we're going to jump in right quick. Sure. Is that good? Yeah, please. All right. So, first thing first, the title of your film is Hilarious. Okay. Yeah. So, so let, let, let me just clear something up real quick. I, I, I did the music supervision for the film. I didn't. I didn't. It's not my film. Oh, you. Don't, oh, you want to peel that back right quick, huh? Like, okay. yeah, yeah. Nigga, I didn't I direct it, it and blah blah. blah. <laughs> I did the music. Yeah, no, but, you know, but you're a part of a hot project. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's hot. It's coming out uh, uh, October 9th on Netflix. Okay. The forty-year-old version. Yeah. yeah. The forty-year-old version. Mm. <laughs> not version. Yeah, Version. Yeah. Okay, look, matter of fact, we got the trailer. We're going to run it right quick, all right? Let's, let's do it. Let's do I mean, it. It's not my film. Oh, you don't? <laughs> oh, you <laughs> it's that not mine. Yeah. Like, okay. yeah, yeah, nigga, I didn't direct it. And blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I did the music. Yeah, no, Any more thought on what kind of play we want to write? Remember, if you put in nothing, it'll be nothing. Like your career? <laughs> Remember this face? She was one of Spotlight Magazine's 30 under 30 playwrights to watch. We watched, but where'd she go? How are you? Good. Archie tells me you're teaching. 
How's somebody who ain't had no real hit gonna tell me how to write a play? She ain't no Tyler Perry. I did win a 30 under 30 award. Yes, it was quite a couple of years ago. What do I gotta do? Write a slave musical, an all white play? This some bullshit. It rang a little inauthentic. I asked myself, did a black person really write this? This some fucking bullshit, bullshit. Think about me doing hip hop. Doing what to it? I want to make a mixtape about the 40-year-old woman's point of view. Why my skin so dry? Why am I yawning right now? Why them AARP niggas sending shit to my house? This is 40. Hey, Oma, what you need? <clears throat> Beats, tracks. For what? For me? Yo, here's a little story about a girl who's black. Let's add some asthma attacks from all the courtyard crack. Yo, no happy blacks in the plot lines, please. But a crane shot a big mama crying on her knees. Yo, yo, Rodham is prime, 40-year-old version. Go, Rodham. Yo, yo, yo. <laughs> this is about creating something that is mine. You're not just talking about shit. You making shit. Shit. I got you. You don't think I'm some crazy old girl for doing this? I mean, I ain't say all that. 40-year-old version. White man with a black woman's butt. How you carry all that back there? What the fuck? Yes, what the fuck? Oh, I man. like it. Yeah, That's pretty yeah, cool, man. man. I like it. I like the music. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, so so um, so you participated with what the soundtrack score and everything? Yeah, well, yeah, for the score and everything. Yeah, you know, just uh, finding the songs, you know, placing uh, music into her film. Okay. Um, create help, helping to create the sound of the guy that plays the producer. You know, just stuff like that. Oh, okay. got you, got you. That's okay. dope. That's dope. Man, I like the concept because it's like once you turn 40, I don't know how you, how old you are, man, but once you turn 40, people start <laughs> to look at you differently. I think so. Oh, you, without question. You got to you got to start figuring out a new way to fit in. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, the, the the notion is that uh you know, life is over at 40. You're like, you know, you should be going into retirement. <laughs> right. That's some black age shit. On, you know, on uh, on you know, success. So there's no age limit on creativity or finding your finding your own voice. You know, right, that's part right. of the, you know, the FYOB is find your own voice. You know what I mean? So, uh, you know, you can find your voice at any age. That's right. At any age, you can find your own voice. Mm. And your it's voice true. matters at any age as well. It, it matters more when you're post 40 because you know more and you should have more information. And, right, right. And right. more life experiences. So, you know, people need to start listening to, you know, to the, you know, like the other day I watched Gladys and uh, Patti LaBelle and I'm like, you better listen to these OGs. They've been through it all. You know what I mean? So yeah. their voice matters, you know, more than uh, Brandy and Monica's for me. Hey, Thanks. we talked about that earlier. Um, I think he piggybacked on that. Oh, is that right? Yeah, oh, like look, thematically? Definitely. Who? who, 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 who <laughs> now, look, these are two beautiful queens, man. You know what I mean? They got a. They 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 shared the 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 screen together and it was all love and everything. But who did you choose, man? Who won? Gladys, Gladys all day. All day, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Man, I, I mean, had to go back and watch that. Thing, I think it's because Gladys was the underdog. You know, going in, everybody just immediately said Patty, 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 and then uh, but Gladys, man, her voice still sounded pure. Pure. And, she had those records that you forgot. I'm like, oh, yeah. Did they sing live? Joint. Yeah, yeah, yeah they had mics. Uh, oh, okay, uh, so they sang the Gladys, Gladys sang live way more. And, you know, Patty was kind of, like, popping in and out. But Gladys yeah. singing whole songs. Gladys had shit to prove. Gladys was yeah, under yeah. control, yeah, she man. like, nigga, I can do this yeah. without the pips. On me. She spent time on yeah. getting her dat tapes right. Not okay. dat tapes, but her... Track tapes, yeah. Right. yeah, yeah. Tracks with, you know, no vocals on them, and, you know, and she was. Oh, she had to. She, she came through with the instrumentals on them. Oh, she sure did. Ooh. She didn't come through yeah. with the 2020 version with the no. shit. She didn't sing over the song. No, and Patty said right. a couple of times. Patty was like, "Hey, I need my lyrics on the screen. Hey, hey, where's my yeah, words?" Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Oh, she she disqualified herself early. <laughs> yeah, That's disqualification, my nigga. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So so how did you get involved with it? Um, you got an uh, interesting yeah. musical background. Uh, uh, actually, you started off as kind of like like all of us, kind of like uh, real life b boys and music lovers. Yeah. But okay. then you yeah, got in the game as a manager, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Indeed. I I started as an artist and uh, realized I I didn't like performing as much as I like making records. And so I got into management um, and then into A&R and then, you know, and now I'm moving into the film space, you know? Mm-hmm. What was you it know? about uh, performing live that you didn't adapt to immediately? You know what? I, I, I feel like I wasn't that good, <laughs> to be oh, honest okay. with you. Okay. And, uh, All right, man. Have... Get this guy an applause, man. Sometimes you got to just acknowledge. Yeah, yeah. Know? Like, this shit ain't. Like, <laughs> I'm not getting the same response as the last nigga. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what but but I also realized that I had a, a, a skill that even though I was what I considered to be mediocre, I still got myself a record deal, and I I still was able to navigate the industry. And so I said, oh, that skill is transferable. If I go find people that I think are great, I can transfer that skill of being able to hustle and meet people, and that and dope, that is dope. really my talent and yeah. my ability to make records. You know, dope, dope, dope. Mm. smart man, dope. being able to yeah, adapt yeah. in the situation. Yeah, you gotta post and pivot. Yeah, being able <laughs> yeah, to yeah, yeah. a lot, a lot of cats don't adapt. Like you, you keep, you keep trying to go hard in the paint, bro, and you're not scoring no points down there, man. <laughs> right, like, getting get no out, rebounds. Yeah, like, you're fouling out every. You're game. not a good forward or a center, bro. Let's just keep it <laughs> up. But you're good. You're good at basketball. Yeah, just not in the paint. Yeah, like, the, like the Clippers tonight. Mm. Mm. Oh, oh, like man. the Clippers tonight. <laughs> yeah, Clippers. Clip show. I can dig it. Yeah, man. I know nobody in LA is Clippers fans, but I was getting ready to say you not you must not be from LA. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just was watching the game. I just couldn't believe that no, you know, game seven like that. Because mm. us guys in LA, we know we already know what's gonna happen. Like, the Clippers will never win. Yeah, there's a life. I was, my client, my last client was like, "You, I'm a Clipper fan." I'm like, "Nee, that must be rough." <laughs> yeah, that had to be tough. You will bro. never win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what's a trip Clipper about man. this bubble? You know what's a trip about the bubble though, and them playing. Game seven usually is somebody's home field advantage, mm. right? Whoever yeah. played better. But in a bubble, there is no home field advantage. I think actually you gotta they, step they, up. they put the motherfuckers from the home in the stands. Man, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, that, right. that, ain't, that ain't home court. Yeah, that, that ain't, ain't no goddamn home, home court. You don't got <laughs> to be in a opposing hotel. Right. right. You know, y'all all of the, you know, it, it's, it's like. The whole you know, you feeling is different. That. Yeah, you're just playing an AAU game. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're playing in the same gym. Mm-hmm. And so you don't get no advantage. You get no and, advantage. You know, and to, I can't talk about the Clippers. I'm a Knicks fan, so, you know, there, there's that. Well, see, at least the Knicks can say that they have won once back in 1972. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, twice? Okay. Well, lastly, in 1972 or four, Phil yeah. Jackson was on that team when they won, right? It's been a long he time. Like Phil Jackson, Earl Pearl. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you don't have to name him. You don't have to name him. Okay, bye, <laughs> <laughs> We don't bye need that. Um, look, we, we, we did like to talk about on this show about the things that make people special and things that when people persevere and drive and things that can inspire people. You know what I mean? Okay. And. Okay. I was reading from your bio some cool little points you had there, so I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a read these out, and I want you to talk about it. Bring them out. Okay, let's do it. Let's you do said, it. create from love. Do great work, and the reward will follow. Whenever I try to work for money, I fail miserably. Mm. But when I work for the love, I always make more than I need. Talk about that. That's a good one. Yeah, you know, it, it's, uh, you know, uh, so I can't remember what rapper said. He said, you know, don't chase money, you know let money chase you like you know when you do things for well, let me tell you i can only, i can only speak for me you know what i mean when i do things for the what what, are, what i believe are the wrong reasons which is like doing things because you know i'm just i'm just trying to get paid or, or not because i have any, any sense of integrity towards what i'm doing it never it never works out for me mm. but whenever i do things and i take a leap of faith and i'm like oh this is just this thing to my heart or this is something i really believe in I'm always successful and it always works out. Even when it doesn't look like it in the beginning, it always seems to work out or puts me in a path to be able to be really successful. So that's, uh, 
that's a, one of the greatest lessons I learned is, you know, is to not do things that don't don't appeal to my integrity and don't appeal to my heart. You know, things that I love. And it, you know, it also just it keeps you it keeps you young and it keeps you fresh because you know you're doing what you love as opposed to you know just punching that clock. Right, keeps you young and keeps you fresh. It gives you like uh, a certain energy, man, and the yes, and the did. universe responds to energy. You know what I mean? I can dig that. I, I, I totally agree with that. I totally agree with that. And and the energy you put out is what comes back to you. And if you're putting out the, man, I'm just doing this to get the money. You know that vibe. It's like you know, there's there's no honor in that, and it, and it's, and there's no energy that comes back to you correctly on that. Yeah, don't come back correctly. That's the thing that. Um, gets lost a lot of times is the energy you put out may have been negative or may have not been sincere and it goes out and it does what it does, but it's going to come back. The same Mm -hmm. energy you put out is going to come back party people. So you you feel like, so I I know it's true. You know what I mean? What's that Melrose? I was just saying, you, you feel like that you can't, um, Start a situation, money driven, and it and not um, come back um, twofold. Well, I think you can if, if 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 you're just a lover of money. You know what I mean? Like I think that it's your energy. If you go in with the positive, no, I just want to get money. I just want to get money. I think those people, you know, the money comes back to them. It doesn't mean they're happy in the other aspects of their right. life. Right. But but I think for me, um, money was never my motivation. And so when I then make it my motivation, I fail. You could tell you know the difference, mean? huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But there's some it. people that money is their motivation, and they're experts at making money, and that's what they that's what they do, and that's why you know the the, the Warren Buffett of the world and the people that you know are about that. That's what they that's their skill, that's their gift is making money. Yeah. And so they they are doing it with integrity because that's what they're doing. You know what I mean? True. So that. That's what they love. True. True. Good point. Good point. Dig that. Um, the next one. <clears throat> Um, you said personally treat everyone the same. This is something my father preached to me many for many years. Treat everyone the same from the receptionist to the CEO. When the receptionist becomes the CEO, she'll remember what you did. Yeah. And I've had that experience, you know, being in the game for a long time. I've seen people that came in you know, please listen to my demo or whatever, whatever. And, you know, and, and if you show them just mutual, I just think you should show people mutual respect. You should show people humanity. Humanity. No matter what they, no matter what they do for a living because, you know, we're humans. So I just think that's a general rule anyway, not even for what it brings back to you, but it does come back to you. And people remember that you treated them human. They will say, you know, people might not remember what you said, but they remember how you made them feel. Right. And that's a fact. And people always, you know, when people say, yo, man, I, I met you before, you was just really cool, or I met you before, you and you didn't play me off, or whatever. Um, You're I always think the same. A, it's a fundamental humanity, and my life has been incredibly blessed. And, you know, I've I traveled the world a bunch of times, and, I, you know, I have people all around the world, and they come up to me on the street, and they're like, yo, and be people I, I didn't realize I met. They'd be like, yo, we hung out one time, and you was just so cool. And, you know, and uh, so I've been able to, you know, really, you know, I'm living a very full life because of uh, because of that that one thing. Just just treating everybody with, with the same level of respect, and uh, you know, I don't want people to take it wrong because you know that's not to say that you know I, I should have said it more like just treat, treat everybody with humanity because everybody doesn't treat you well and you should protect your neck. Right. Sure. Yeah. But yeah. but uh, but don't but don't ever treat people better just because of their their position in life because that's ever changing. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you know I mean? man. And it's so fake. It's so yeah. fake, man. And you give out fake energy, you get back fakeness. Um, that leads me to get that, back. that leads me to my next video. Uh, I want both of y'all to weigh in on this. Uh, Will Smith uh, was trending today for saying something very similar to this. Um, okay, cool. Let's run it. Set your life on fire and seek those who fan your flames. The Philly translation of that is don't be hanging with no jank ass jokers that don't help you shine. The prerequisite for spending time with any person is that they nourish and inspire you. 
They feed your flame. There's been very few times in my life that I looked left or looked right and didn't find a person who believed and supported me. From Jazzy Jeff to Alfonso Ribeiro to, to Charlie Mack to Jada, like there's always been a person beside me fanning my flames. Look at your last five text messages. Are those people feeding your flames or dousing your fire? Put your phone down for just a second and look around. Look to the people around you. Are those people throwing logs on your fire or are they pissing on it? The people that you spend time with are going to make or break your dreams. Everybody don't deserve to be around you. You got to defend your light with your life. So who are the people in your life that are fanning your flames? Shout Everybody mm. doesn't deserve mm. to be around you. Did you hear that, oh. Rose? They don't deserve yes. to be around you, and you got to defend your light with your life. Mm. Ooh. What you think about that, Mel Rose? Um, I I think that was uh, church, man. That's church. That's church. And 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 just for me as an individual, as a um, young entrepreneur, I I consider myself a huge dreamer, and I can see how many times motherfuckers have been around me secretly watering my fire. Mm, mm, mm. Like it's it's and it, it's a situation to where it's like you don't understand why you trying to put out the blaze, right? Like nigga, because we all benefit from the fire. This not the fucking fire that's blazing up California right now. This is a different kind of fire in everybody and. I was always taught, nigga, my flame will light your flame. Right. Every candle was lit from another fucking fire. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I can, I, I really received that, and I, I take self-inventory because there's so many people, nigga, that don't want to see you succeed even though what you're doing is in great for the community. It's not just about you. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, like, that shit, that's spoke volumes to me right now what you say guy yeah. yeah it speaks to me too it's it's a uh, amazing amazing and we'll 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 as he's grown as a human man is is, is one of those guys that that drops those kind of jewels i'll add to it and say make sure that you're the person that's also uh allowing the people around you to shine be the be the be the person that you want people to be to you you know what i mean and so don't always center yourself as the as the as the flame either. You know, make sure you you got fans as well, so everybody in your crew can shine, and everybody that's around you can shine. So, uh, I think it's I think it's important to 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 show people how they should treat you by 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 being that. You know what I mean as well. So that's that's a, a bit of an addition to that. You know, Will is very used to being the center of his particular universe so i understand why why he put it that way well, well there has been a few little it. entanglements and things like that but yeah, oh, yeah but we won't bring that up too we have to like at some point you have to identify the source energy there's always a source energy yeah, 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 you know what yeah, i'm saying like yeah like yeah 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 we all we all stars my nigga yeah but no. That's the sun. <laughs> right. That's the sun. We clearly know the sun different from the motherfucking milk. You know what I mean? Yeah. All the other stars. Like, but this, when everybody wake up in the morning, right. we all identify the sun. And when niggas start fronting on the sun, right. that's yeah. where the problem becomes. Like, yeah. you can't start trying to be like the sun bro you're you're not that yeah you're a star don't yeah. get it wrong just be a comet man yeah be, like come be, on be a meteorite man, man. recognize yeah. the sun when you see it man, i feel you that's on that that's a word that's a word <laughs> like, we all stars that. don't don't get it twisted but nigga we there are two stars that we look at every day the sun and the moon right bro like everything else we catch in yeah we got to get the microscope out and be yeah. able to watch your yeah. shit. But you are a star. We saw yeah. you. We're looking yeah. at it right now. Yeah. But he has to come here, Mike. Look through the microscope. That's him up there. Yeah. Whoever that nigga is, that's him. But yeah. when you come outside, you see the sun and the moon every time without fail. And we're on a star. We're on a planet, but we're all sharing it. Yeah. 
not but it's not just also, yours. If you also if you also understand, like I was saying before, if you treat everybody with humanity, you're always gonna want people to shine. You're Facts. always gonna wanna. That's right. You're always gonna wanna fan those flames That's and right. make sure that people feel, you know, that uh, are living their purpose and you're supporting that. So I think that if you live your life like that, you don't even have to. You don't have to think about it if you just live that. Yeah. That's I mean? right. Because so, your energy, again, back to the energy, will draw the right people to you. Right. And some people right. will come around to your energy and your energy will be too strong or to be too yep. positive or to be on a different wavelength and they can't mix with your energy. And that'll be short-lived. Right. But motherfuckers that are on your energy level or the energy level that you aspire to operate at, man, you're going to draw yeah. them to you and they will draw you to them. Like man. attracts oh. like. Yes. Indeed. Indeed. It's reflective. Life is reflective. So if you don't like what you're seeing, you know, go within. Change that. And your your circumstance around you will look different. And that's the hardest part where folks, man, don't want to go inside and change that because it takes the most work. It's way easier to tell someone else that their shit is off or your shit ain't going to work or whatever because that only took your words and your breath. But to change you inside, to make you a better person, man... That means you got to do some work. You got to go places. You got to go on journeys, internal journeys with yourself at night when nobody else is there. And you can't lie to yourself. And you got to yeah, live honestly. that self. Mm-hmm. No matter where you go, there you yeah, are. You are. Yeah. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> no matter what? No matter where you go, there you are. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Wait, what do you mean Thank by that? It's a, it's a situation it to yeah you like no oh, yeah, matter, you can't, yeah yeah you, you, if you're the problem <laughs> no matter where you go that problem yeah, is going to persist right it's still you yeah it's you like so and if if you're the source no matter where you go you're going to be that source of positive or you're going to be that source of negative so yeah. you know what I mean a lot of times we got to deal with ourselves in order to make change. And really just understand what's happening to me. Like, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. a lot of times, nigga, you're the problem. Right. Like, everywhere you go, there's a problem. Nigga. Yeah, most like, times it's you. Yeah, it's you. And in in the direct opposite as well. It's you as well. You're the, you're the corrector of the negativity. When you come around, you're, you're the guy that's going to present the positive mm-hmm. attitude mm-hmm. and atmosphere mm-hmm. that everybody can adapt to. Mm-hmm. Or you're going to be the motherfucker that presents the negative thing that everybody adapts because we're all looking for some sort of source and we can adapt easily to good or bad as human beings. Yeah. And you know what else? Money is not going to make it any different. No, no matter mm-hmm. how much money you get. Right. It if intensifies you in, it. If you exactly if you on that positive energy that positive wavelength, it's going to make your life more beautiful. It's going to be the same thing. But if you're on that negativity and um, you can't see past your own nose and everything is about you and you tear people down and tear things up, if you lock up and get up on some money, man, it's going to create problems in your life. Facts. Some of the most miserable people I've ever met in my life have been rich. So. Man. Exactly. Miserable miserable people who are rich and miserable people chasing richness, riches. Ooh, Man, me. most miserable. Some of the most miserable motherfuckers I ever met were poor. <laughs> <laughs> that, that too. <laughs> Look, if you're going to be poor, you might as well be happy. <laughs> There's a different sort of misery in poverty. <laughs> But 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 the thing is that you almost expect the poor people to be miserable. But yeah. man, I've seen people that have yeah. everything allegedly, everything right. material, mm-hmm. and and just be really really at their most miserable. And I'm like, wow, you, you know, you look at all these blessings around you, and they yeah. don't look at it that way, you know. That's kind of so, like being from California and pursuing entertainment, and then you have somebody come from out of town and just strike gold, and it's like, bro, you didn't see all of the shit around you. A lot of times when you, you know what I mean? A lot of times when you grow up so close to shit, it's, it, it becomes non-existent. You know what I mean? Like you, you're so close. Yeah. You're so close to it. It's like, nigga, this some regular shit, but somebody from out of town is like, yo, 
this is some shit I've been dreaming about right. my whole life. Like, nigga, there are a hundred management agencies in this building. Yeah, in this building. Nigga, I'm about to hit every agency, every contact. I'm I'm the guy at the mailbox looking at everybody's name, sending out shit, but somebody who's been so close to it is the closer you are, the further away you are from shit. Yeah. The more entitled you feel, like yeah. I shouldn't have to do all of that. Yeah, all like, of that. But yeah. Uh-huh. Dang, man. You know. Well, look, y'all, man, we're at the end of our time, man. I want to definitely thank you guys what? for calling in, bro. What? Uh, I want to thank Sheena for passing on your information, man. It's very interesting, man. We're going to get together one of these days. Now, where do you live? You're not here permanently, right? No, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm just here. I'm here. I, I'm, from, I'm from New York. Oh, from New and, York. Uh, right, right, right now, I'm, uh, I'm, living in, uh, I'm living in Georgia. Oh, okay. So, got you. Got you. Okay. All right. Well, look, tell the people where they can find you, man. What's your info? Uh, it's at Guy Rute, G-U-Y-R-O-U-T-T-E. Everything, you know, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all the same. Okay. So I would definitely get on there and link up with you, man. We can uh, do yeah, this let's again. Yeah, do that, man. Let's do that. Let's, yep. let's build for sure. And, uh, you know, when they open this thing up a little bit, man, we'll, we'll do this face-to-face next time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no doubt. <laughs> you know, I appreciate y'all for having me. I was watching the show, and I watched a couple of the other shows, man, and I, I love what you're doing, man. And, and it's, it's making me laugh, but it's also making me think. Yeah. I appreciate y'all. Cool, man. I love it. Thanks, bro. And shout out, shout out to the poetess and shout out to Sheena. You yep. know what I mean? And so, y'all keep doing your thing, all right? Ain't no all right, doubt. man. Holler. Word to mother. All right, peace, fam. All, all right, right Mr. Melly Mel, man. We're going to get out of here, bro. We're at the end of our time, hey, man. Hey, man, shit came too fast. Yo. I know, man. It man. did go by pretty damn fast, huh? Man, it's what? funny how time flies when you're having fun. And today brother. we have fun. We did. Man. Well, look, everybody out there, man, look, don't be out there in the, in the fire, the pit of the fire, uh, trying to do a thousand sit-ups on the hilltop and go into some type of, like, arrest and shit, man. For yeah. real, man. Let go the, cardiac arrest yeah, in the fucking yeah. Culver City stairs, nigga. Yeah, let the shit. Trying to, to got shit to prove. Let it die down a little man, bit. Give it a couple days before you start, nigga. <laughs> All right, y'all. We out of here, man. King Mike Boogie on everything. Mel Rose, Black M-E-L-L, Hollywood. yeah, yeah, all that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right, all right, Hey, oh, man, I love that loveliness right there. From sea to shining sea, I'm the only MC.